Hello, and thank you for downloading this episode of Discussing Documentaries with me, Matt Wills, and Rick We should just stop saying that and then just cut and edit it from other episodes. I almost get the pitch and the... the uh, is it timbre? Is that right? When it's a, the, the rhythm of it. It's al- almost always the same. I know, but that was like Rayman putting his right shoe on first and not his left. And I don't have oh. to deal with you trying to start a conversation with me without saying that. This is how Matt <laughs> introduces himself on the phone to me now. He's done it so much. I He's am created Raymond a, Holt. He has created a pathway in his brain and this is the way it, it will fall down to happen. It's terrible. Um, right, so today we're talking about Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. From the year 2016, the provider, for me, it was iTunes. And it's the little things that break me, right? So when I sent you that message yesterday, when we were talking about it at the weekend, it was like 99 pence. And when I went and checked it yesterday, it was £3.49 just because he's he's dead. And I'm like, yeah. oh, motherfuckers, how dare you cash in? Because and what we're doing is cashing in. And I'm like, fucking, and it's £2.50 and it. But it yeah, just, it's a, it's a, it seems rude. It's a, it's a signed Christian Eriksen shirt. All of a sudden, those are rocketing up in fucking yeah. value. Oh, fuck, man. Um, the director was Nanette Burstein. Uh, she also narrates it. The money, it's not listed on IMDb, which I thought was a bit weird, which I'm guessing meant it didn't make any any money. Although now that iTunes has, has quadrupled the price, it might do. Uh, again, no accolades listed <laughs> yeah, This is their only human rights violation right now. I... <laughs> Everything else Apple does is fine, but when they jack the price of the McAfee documentary up... Man, because that, that affects me. I mean, them Chinese kids don't, but this really affects me. I know. Me. Imagine if they've had like a mini-revolution, lost friends, family members in this just to get a pay mm. rise, and then they're like, what? £3.50 <laughs> more. I'm getting Disney+. Plus. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> Damn you, Tim, whatever your name is, who runs that place now. Um, And here's the blurb. Tech tycoon John McAfee made millions from his antivirus software. Now he may be best known about his bizarre and scandalous lifestyle. Now, it's called The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. I don't think John McAfee had that much of a dangerous life. I'll tell you what a dangerous life is, what we're doing today. We should have recorded this yesterday, but me and you both went, Oh, I love you brought this up. It's it's the Euros. Listen, you are going to hear Matt Wills on 10 minutes before the gig starts and there's a wire out of place that I have to deal with the franticness of this guy's voice because this is the first... Usually we've got so many in the can. How long has it been since we've actually recorded an episode? Because um, we've been working on the Patreon, I think, a proper And episode. gigging again. Yeah, and gigging again. It's got to be about four weeks. I mean, we've we've recorded Patreon stuff, but... Yeah, yeah so it's been a while. That, right? So this is the first time, but this is the day. But this is the day of England, Germany. So you'll be listening to this tomorrow when we're all saying, "Well, we thought Southgate would be rubbish." <laughs> How do you think it's going to go? By the way, England, Germany. I, I'm quietly confident that we are going to nick it. I think it will be mentally incredibly painful to watch, um, just because of I've got forty years of disappointment behind me. I know I'm fifty, but I didn't really get into it until you know. Until I, was a bit <laughs> I had a good, I had a good first ten. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, don't forget, I was born five years after West Ham won the World Cup. So for me, it was like, oh yeah, we we can do it again. And I'm like, can we? Yeah, we can. No, we we can't. But this time, and I say this every tournament, this time's different. 
and I've picked myself right up. Um, See, I think I think the team sucked so far. I agree with you. Yep. Uh, I think there's no I... imagination. There's no creativity. There's uh, there's a fear that they play with, which I think is 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 maybe because we're too emotionally connected to it. Maybe I don't, I don't know. But here's the thing. It starts in a couple of hours. We have to record this. We have to edit this. You have to proof it. And then we have to load it up. There's not <laughs> enough hours, Rick. I, I, I We're already in the danger zone. My, my approval stamp is already rubbered up, buddy. Don't you worry about the time it takes to get this approved. <laughs> this is like if I was in charge of the owners and directors test at Newcastle. Yeah, you're but, in. Uh, what, what do you think it's going to... How do you think this afternoon's going to go? I think it depends on the team sheet. The, the selection for me because you've got a good seen... idea what it's going to be though. I mean, oh yeah, but you've, do you play for Man City or Chelsea? You're in the first team. Yes, yeah. And yeah. Um, the problem is, is the number ten rule. They play three of them. You don't have three people wearing the number ten shirt. Is the reason why it's called the number fucking ten rule. Now we have the best target man in the fucking planet who's not able to get into the box because we have three people stood up waiting to do a through ball to a quick striker that isn't there. If you played two wingers, actually getting down them like a Jaden Sancho who hasn't kicked a ball yet, or if why are we Sterling. not playing him? He's considered one of the best players on the planet for his age because he doesn't go to Germany to watch matches. Oh, Here's okay. a question, and it, it, no, I, but I think nor, it's a nor do I. But I, I know he's great. They've been it's, talking it's, about it, him on the radio big, for a, a, big club a year bias. or so. Yeah, they've been saying Man U's going to sign him since the day he left Man City. But um, I think they signed him yesterday. Although I've been told that every day for the last two weeks. Yeah, yes, that's all. That's all the newspapers say for the last three years. Right. But um, if you take a look at Gareth Southgate, what Premier League club would hire him? I don't think he would get. I think maybe if West Ham were in bother and everyone else said no. Yeah, maybe like just for uh, just maybe for the novelty factor. I don't think you'd get a top job if it wasn't England manager. He was the under-21s manager, then like the B-team manager. He's kind of just like dead man shoes his way into the job. Allardyce turned out to be a slumlord and doing yeah hideous impressions, and he's got the job. But it, it, he's, he's about to play Germany. What's, how's his mental state about to play Germany in the fucking Euros at Wembley? God. He's going to be like, oh, no, they're all going to be mean to me again. They're going to be yeah. mean to me. He's going to have something in his contract that he has to have a fucking Pizza Hut box in his hand at all times because he never thought this would come back to haunt him. Yeah, this poor man. He's got the... Yeah. Listen, I think that's just a thankless job. He could go on and win it, right? And we still wouldn't be happy with him. Just, I think that's in our nation's psyche. I think we we could talk about the football... This is actually a documentary. Plenty of fucking talk about in this one. Yeah, so John McAfee, right? Just to... So I'm going to tell you what I know of John McAfee. Nothing. But I do know of McAfee. And when you first mentioned it, I went, what, McAfee, the virus software? And you went, yeah, it's a guy. I went, what, like Peter Norton? And you went, who? I'm like, oh, who am I working with here, for God's sake? Um, but yeah, McAfee, he wrote the first antivirus software and he made quadrillions, right? Before yeah. quadrillions even existed. Um and this one is all about his his dangerous life, um, and it starts in the best way possible. Well, t- tell me this: we've picked this for a reason because you said he just died, and it's dodgy. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's dodgy, but it's it's topical, as you know. This is the the, the irony that you even put in your text message of you complain that the people are cashing in others' death. It's like, what document are we doing this week? <laughs> well, there's an anti-software guy that's in the news. Let's do that. Do him. 
So, uh, yeah, all right. So we're doing it because we're, we're cashing in as well. We're no different from Apple. Okay, good. Let's hope our profit margins increase like their, theirs did. Um, what I love is the it's start the of art, this. Matt. Stop oh, taking yeah, that's the English right. shirt the off. Put yeah, the yeah, flag yeah. down. Yeah. We are just talking about a nice documentary. Well, not a nice documentary, but a documentary we watched with something to talk about in it. There was it. I thought... I thought I was quite... Um, What's the word? I thought I was battle ready for all documentaries now. Like no matter what they throw at you, I'm like, I've got this. We've recorded almost 100 episodes, right? When you add in the Patreon stuff, nothing can shock me. Fuck me. Three quarters of the way through this documentary. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked. Um, we will get to it. But oh, my God, but this documentary for me, I kept going, oh, you are kidding. No, that. Oh, OK. All right, then. But it starts in the best way possible. Because it's police cam footage. Yeah, police cam footage, right? So you know it's and I like the way they're mic'd up as well. So it's yeah. like you're it's like you're on the BBC radio or something. Because the sound quality is superb. And John McAfee is pulled over by the police in America, and his honesty is overwhelming, isn't it? Because he's he goes, off his face. No. He's, he's off not. his face. No, he's, he's not. Yeah, he was driving. Why do you think he's why do you think he got pulled over? Oh, they just do that in America. They just pull you out. Even I've been Not, pulled over. I've been pulled over in America. Bloke pulled a gun on me. It's terrifying. His face, man. man. I didn't get that wrecked. impression. Is this like, I'm John McAvee. You might have heard of me. I don't know what he was on. Some rich guy drugs. Who gives a fuck? He was. Uh, they, that's what he was. He was driving under the influence again. That's how they caught him. Oh, okay. Well, because c- he says to the policeman, "Hello," and the cop goes, "You got any guns in the car?" "Yep, I got three." Uh, you know who I am, don't you? And the policeman says, no. He goes, I'm John McAvee. You know, the guy who was accused of murder in Belize. Mm. I'm like, he's up there, John. <laughs> you have the it's... right to remain silent. Don't forget your Miranda rights. It's like if I got pulled over, I'm like, you know who I am? Student came in the year 2008. You probably know that, <laughs> winking at the camera. This is where the movie starts, guys. And our directorial decisions. <laughs> Hang on. Let, let me get in the light. Hang on. How's that? Um, yeah, it's Rick Wharton eighty seven on Twitter. You probably know. You probably already follow me. I got a lot of followers. Um. <laughs> and then John McAfee says, uh, "You're gonna need to call the FBI." And the policeman's like, "I beg your pardon." His last line of it is, "I'm uh, the god of computer security." To a point, he is. I mean, he he's a smart guy, right? He could, where he fails to talk to human beings, he can talk to computers very well. I've been around people like that. There's a lot of people is, like is, that is in peop- IT. There's people, people like that. Your reflection in an empty peanut butter jar, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, I once, I used to smoke cigarettes, right, when I worked at this bank. And God, I miss them. I, yes. Um, you're not talking banks either here, are you? You're talking cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> I hope to miss banks. They're looking for one me. Day. Um, and I used to smoke fags with a geezer called Ian. And then one day I was working with this bloke and he turned around and he went, how well do you know that guy? And I went, well, yeah, we 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 meet up over cigarettes every day for like the past three or four months. I said, he's a really nice bloke. And he went, you know, he's the guy who basically created IP. And IP is the... Intellectual uh, property? No, uh, it's uh, internet protocol. It's what the internet runs on, basically. And this bloke basically laid down the standards. So what we're talking over now on FaceTime, um, it, it all runs on that. That's what's re- happened. This bloke wrote it. And I'm like, what, Ian? 
Are you sure? Because he smokes Marlborough. Are you sure he did that? Yeah, and he's just, yeah, just a really lovely man who apparently next level smart. See, if if I if I did something like that, if I created IP, I'd be like, "Fuck you, I'm smoking indoors." All right, <laughs> you'd have a T-shirt. I've earned the right. You? I've yeah. earned the right. Okay, like the amount of jobs I've had where, like, if they want to walk me out of the business, it's right. Fuck with the cigarette bricks. Like, I've just got an image. Like, if you, if I was working in a London office and there was like a terrorist attack, I'd still be like, "Shut up, Sheila. I'm gone for me fag brick." Right? It's quarter past. <laughs> Don't push me. You know what it's like if I don't get that fix. Right in, in Britain, like, do you ever seen like the the attitude when the fire alarm goes and they, no one believes it's actually a fire? You get out yes. like people like trying to pistol whip them and go, "Oh, it's another one of the drills for health and safety." <laughs> I'll just finish these emails. <laughs> it's tough, man. I I ran the team that had to do that, and it, right, pistol whip people. Yes, and I had to pistol whip basically the you know CEO. What? Now, now that I know you. The idea of you keeping track of people on a on a fire drill, I just think will undo a year's worth of you being lovely for cigarette bricks in, in an instant. Yeah. I'll be like, I know I've talked about your operation, Tracy, but get the fuck down <laughs> them stairs. <laughs> You'll have you stop watching a whistle and you like, move it, Daniel. Come on. No, I had a, I had a Barney with the CEO, and he's like, I'm, and I went, I don't care, and he went, okay, and then afterwards he went, to be fair, you do outrank me. When it comes to this, and I went, do I? I was just being a dick. I didn't know I outranked you. Oh, lovely, excellent. I've got some power. And then one day I screwed it all up, and I had to give myself not just I had to do an investigation, which I then found myself guilty. I then had to report myself to him, and he had to go. Oh, for fuck's sake, Matt! He had to then come down on me like a ton of bricks and have a real go at me. And he's like, even I'm having a go at you. You outrank me on this. The whole hierarchy we lost the the plot and i got i think i yeah i had to hand over the jacket it was like a cop hand over the jacket (laughs) the fire marshal a chief fire marshal i had to hand it over i was Mm, sorry matthew you're no longer the milk monitor at this bank now um it's you you don't know the pain of being asked to leave as the fire marshal it's very difficult you are dwight Schrute from the american office at times you need to check the american office Wait, is that Rain? Rain Wilson? It's uh, the one who's not um, in the Tom Clancy series now. Not him. It's the one who's not in the Tom Clancy <laughs> yeah, series. Not That's a lot of actors. Is it the weird one, Gareth? Is it that? Yes, yeah, the one who who plays the Gareth character from the. Right, I know. Because I, I watched 10 minutes of it the other day on your recommendation. I couldn't get past 10 minutes. Yeah. It was too painful. Stick with it. Okay. I'll try again. It's amazing. You're doing an hour show at the end of the month. Oh, I know. I know. Um, yeah, but you're right. I am him. I can relate to him more than any other person in, in the office. Anyway, back to right. John McAfee. So he ran for rep- president in 2016. Yeah. And 2020. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. So, uh, spoiler alert, didn't win. Um, the reporter, what, what's the reporter called again? Because she says her name once and then it's gone. Yeah, so she's the director. That is Nanette Burstein. So Nanette um, starts messaging him, and this is kind of dotted throughout. And it's a good little um, it's very interaction. Yeah. It's very well laid out throughout the documentary. Yeah. And it's just like, she's like, what really happened in Belize? Uh, reaching out uh, to John saying, let's talk. And then I just thought, 
I get so many messages like that on Facebook. It just turns out to be Russian bots. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we should really talk. Just go to my website. It's like I get like I get like eight of those a day. They, I don't know why they think I'm the fucking green card, but um, what happened in Croydon that night? We want to know. But the best thing is they're like, um, uh, John's response is, "I'm never talking to you." Next message. Do not imply I refuse to be talked to. Talk to in, the, in your documentary. <laughs> The thing about what I really liked about him, and it, I think he's difficult to like, as charming as his face looks, but his face, as he gets older and older and older, he gets better looking, better looking and better looking. As those lines, because he looks like an internet geek, doesn't he, when you first see the younger him. And then yeah. when you see sort of almost finished him, because the documentary is what, five years ago. Um, yeah, you're like, ah, oh, he looks... I, when I'm in my 60s, if I look like that, I'm going to be all right. I think life yeah. will be okay. There, yeah. is, there is a thing of, you know, rich guy moisturizer. I don't know what it is, but there's like, I, when it's I cash, worked in... Rick. It's cash, It's pure I know, cash. I, I don't know what the actual lotion is they put. Just rubbing 50s on their face or something. Yeah. But um, like I say, when I worked in the rich area in Cobham, there were women that you're like, you could be 19 or 44. I have no idea. Like, you just, <laughs> there is... Not a stress or a worry line anywhere fucking near you. There's beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like the look of him. And we we learn about Belize, which I didn't. I, di- I didn't know anything about Belize. Um, but it's a, what I found out is it's a major destination for Americans who run away. And then every quarter, the FBI comes in and rounds them all up. It's like yeah. a holding cell, basically. For rich people. And he lives in an island in Belize. And so what he starts doing immediately, he starts donating shit to the police so he gets them tasers, batons. And uh, not, they, not they... just one or two. He bought them so many handcuffs. They were like, well, we've got too many handcuffs. We're going to have to set up a handcuff shop. Stun guns. Like Is it a it John is... trait? Because John DuPont did this, didn't he? In Discussing Documentaries is... Episode 11, Team Foxcatcher. He starts donating shit to the police. And is that the foreshadowing of, I'm going to need your help later on, lads? There is there is a very John DuPont vibe from it. And for yes. me, yeah, yeah. there is a word used throughout this documentary, which I think is one of the most whitewashed words I've ever heard. Without me trying to stand on a fucking walk soapbox here, but how rich and white do you need to be to be referred to as eccentric for carrying around an AK-47? Yeah. Like that word eccentric, you took it, you, you, if you could like Google search which fucking crimes the word eccentric is used, I guarantee there's a specific fucking color of the culprit. Yeah, rich guys, man. They, um, because when I, he got his green card, he bought the government a one million pound boat. To be fair, now I think I've mentioned this before, we used to get Super Yacht magazine delivered to our company and we would play the prices right. Uh, a one million pound boat is, well, a one million dollar boat. That's not a great boat. Didn't that, look great when you saw it. When I no. saw that, I thought, I'm never owning a boat. I'm sorry, no. I'm priced out there because that is not fucking worth it. Well, and it's the uh, the Euro Millions this week is 55 million. And the advert is you can get your own super yacht. You fucking can't. 55 million, that's not even going to get you the crew. <laughs> They're really expensive. That's why when you see someone's got one, you're like, shit, man, you've killed a lot of people. But... I, I got to be honest, anything worth a million pounds is worth a lot to the people in Belize. 
Yes, yeah, because it is, yeah, it's... Uh, There's not too many with 30, like 45-footer yachts scooting on past <laughs> <laughs> the, the police one there. That's the only one in fucking town. Um, uh, do you think it, the old Bill, though, went, can, can we get a gift certificate with that, please? Yeah, can, have you kept the receipt for that? Because, yeah. to be honest, we could probably cure world hunger, or, or at least the fucking yes. poverty within this area. Well, and, and the like, woman t- says that, doesn't she? Tamara sniffing. Uh, she has a fucking. Gr- I think she's like a tourist rep or something. But she says, uh, "Yeah, we could." He-, he wasn't building libraries. The schools always need another classroom. He's buying yeah. stun guns and tasers for the police. Yeah, he's building his own private security. Then you meet Tom Manger, who's John's driver, and uh, then it cuts to John. He's going, "This place is a, a paradise for American business because there's-, there's basically no regulation." <laughs> <laughs> John, that doesn't make it a paradise. That means you could just exploit people a lot, lot more. But to be fair, he didn't exploit the locals, right? So even building his own house, you know, the daily rate's $25. He paid $45, like per person. At no point did he... I mean, it turns out he was a bit of a wrong'un, but... A bit of a wrong'un is your your synopsis at this point. But listen, he paid... Uh, that's a uh, that's about eighty. That's an eighty percent increase in salary on a say daily what, rate. Say what you want about John Dupont, best barbecue ever. <laughs> <laughs> he once tipped a pizza delivery guy twenty dollars for a margarita. Now I know he murdered people, but. but we could justify anything if they've done a couple of nice things. So you mean Alison Adonizo? Yeah, Adonizo. Adonizo, sorry. That's that's my handwriting, not, not oh, okay. how bad yeah. my pronunciation is. It, so she meets Matt, uh, McAfee and basically says how she's in biochemistry. He went, yeah, you've got a job on the spot. Yeah, right. And she was like, this is the job of my dreams. He He... Offered to fund my research. She's a microbiologist doctor, basically. Um, and then she went and lived with him. Yeah, she says. And she said it's a him. bit. Yeah, she went. Which I wasn't happy with. It was a bit weird. Really, he had like this huge beach property, um, and just really, at the time. Really? Well, really? So, like, you like with with well, the scope live, of I'd, what's coming next? I would come and if I was in trouble, I would probably go to you. Can I come and live with you for a little bit? Yeah, what's the difference? I know he's. Um, a, I know he turns into a complete all prick. Right, okay, but, so for a start, but the before, she didn't is, know Matt, he was a prick. Well, well, there's a huge difference right there. The reason why you turned to me is you knew me. You wouldn't turn to one of my fucking neighbours and go, "Yeah, can I come and live with you?" Oh, what do you do? Oh, I work in admin. Brilliant, you're hired. What? Yeah, you got to live in my basement. And uh, by the way, I carry around AK forty sevens and do drugs all day long. Because in that because in that talking head, she says like uh, I saw a lot of stuff, and then it's one of those like true moments where she's not just telling the stories. Like there's just so much crazy shit; it's hard to know what yes. to start with. Yeah, with, yeah. With what I saw, and, and she should about she should have got out then, right? Because it doesn't it doesn't fucking go well for her. Um, no, no. But, uh, but he's but doing it, antibiotic listen, stuff. When when you're given an opportunity in a field you want to be in, how much stuff are you willing to look over to be like? Quite a lot, Rick. Actually, I've, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can uh, you can turn a blind eye to a lot of shit if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna be in a documentary someday, Matthew. Right. Um, now, here's the dad. thing. Of, hang on. Here's the thing about McAfee. 
He's English. Well, he's born in in Oxford, but yeah, educated that might... in America. Well, that, he's still English. Yeah, but so I have no so connection to that. Couldn't give a fuck. Oh, I do. So look, hang on. Let's look right. So we've done right. Let's just say let's round it up or round it down. We've done a hundred episodes. The only English people in documentaries that we've looked at were Kate Nash, episode five, Louis Farouk, twenty six and fifty three, and Barry Wills, episode thirty. They're all good people. Everybody else has been an American, and a lot of them have all been wrongans. Meaning, <laughs> so John well, Amer- McAfee Americans is our have first better footage. Well, <laughs> that's yeah, why that, like, got... you got to look at who's picking the documentaries here, Matt. <laughs> the Hollywood effect. Can you no, imagine? Like, English people are better. Watching, is what I'm watching saying. Watching making a murderer, not the fucking Birmingham Six. Well, yeah, we just had to sit here. <laughs> no. Um. All I'm saying is, he's our first English bad guy. Yeah. In a hundred yeah. episodes. And uh, it, it goes so it goes back through him making the millions at this point, which is like, I, there seems a little bit of a hoodwink because it's almost like he's now scaremongering about viruses you'd never heard of an, a virus, and he's now got the system that he can stop it with. You know, Sherlock Holmes says, to find out who committed the crime, you ought just have to look at who benefits the most from the crime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really a, bad virus out there. Is there? That's smart, smart business. Do you know what I mean? I don't see that as, but it does seem a bit hoodwinky in modern day. It's kind of yeah. There never was tell a, you about me mate with the Millennium Bug thing. No. Uh, basically, a guy like lad I went to college with. Um, he his dad set up a company, which you had to send people to to be trained on how to stop the Millennium Bug. Yeah, and it, like obviously 1999 they made a fucking fortune and obviously the millennium bug was fine but hang, well, they, they... hang on the millennium bug wasn't fine a lot of us worked real bloody hard to make sure it was fine so that the planes didn't fall out the sky etc 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 it wasn't mean? fine you don't you all think it just it was all nonsense it fucking wasn't we busted our hump to make sure that that didn't break everything oh, you're one of them you're worried about the no, I was... virus still aren't you no, you're I... get the new mcafee this is why we're it's... getting spam from mcafee right now isn't it <laughs> ah, is this... that is that real it's the, 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 ah. no 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 Matt, i'm not checking the piss i'll, I'll just no, no. legit what, the, like the what, the millennium bug yeah it was yeah, fucking real it was just like scaremongering no, we all worked really hard. It was an inc- I it, listen. This is how hard I worked. I had to take off the few months before it came around and run away to Thailand. That's how scary it was, Rick. <laughs> I don't see a, a real threat there. So, what was going to happen then? Okay, tell me that because that's sy- interesting. Systems would break just because because well because they went for a two-digit format rather than a four-digit format on the year. When they originally, com- so when they originally created computers, instead of going nineteen ninety x, they just did seventy one or whatever it was, and yeah, that it screwed it up. <laughs> there was a problem once the Millennium Bug was fixed. There was the twenty forty five problem, but that's we're not going to get into that now. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> it was You're, real. You are the first person I've ever spoke to. This is like it was a real thing. Now I'm it not saying you didn't real. work on. No, I think you are on the course my mid star setup. <laughs> um, just some Johnny guy going if you didn't do it a board 4747 straight through your fucking window mate what you gotta do exactly sign here you put in this disc 
And on January 1st, 2000, Minesweep will still work, pal. Don't worry about it. There was there like, yeah, we all did a lot of work. I, I, I can't believe I'm defending I'm the whole IT industry. I'm not saying you didn't do a lot you of work. You just, just grateful bastard. Legitimate threat. I was fucking nine. <laughs> there is that, yeah, actually. <laughs> and I was 29. It was a tough time. Um, there was a beautiful thing in this, right? They cut to the McAfee offices and they went to one of the engineers doing tech support and he said, uh, what, what you need to do is you need to open up your autoexec.bat file. And I'm like, fuck, I know exactly what that means. I was looking at the matrix, the ones and the zeros. Like, oh, I can see that. And then everything, yeah, everything moved on and I was out of a job. But I knew, ex- I haven't heard autoexec.bat for a long time. And it was like. Was that like the precursor to MS-DOS and stuff d- like that? No, it was how MS-DOS loaded up stuff. So now oh, you just heard right, so it on C and... semicolon Sim City. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag run. Yeah, and it was yeah, and a batch, and I could write batch files. That was my. That was like the early. That's the closest I ever got to coding. It was. I was a terrible engineer. Listen, <laughs> not the, it was awful. not the closest. Not the closest you ever got to coding. Very funny. Um, so, and here's how weird their office was. They had a contest where you had to have sex in as many different places as possible. That's what it was like in the 80s. It was an insane time, Rick. <laughs> Again, that's beggar's belief. And it was all accepted then. They interviewed that woman, didn't they? And she was like, oh, and she had a wry smile on her face. Going, yeah, because they're yeah. all friends and family. He he created yeah. this and then just hired his mates. And they're like, right, we're doing cork on the desks. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to try and bring a woman back here today. And then uh, he had to get removed from the business a, a lot like a lot of business people at that time steve jobs that happened to him bill gates walked away um it's it's tough to do that sort of thing so i can't believe i'm on the side of steve jobs bill gates and john mcafee i'm like yeah you I go know, guys you've been the right hand man you're the bob in the first batman movie yeah absolutely yeah yeah I've always been the best of them bob but i'm gonna kill you first just to make this guy look worried <laughs> Just find me right hand man. What do you think I'm going to do to you? Sit down. He's a leaflet. Um, so there were stories about his paranoia. So the stories about his paranoia. So even then, then he's, he's crackers. So like he, his missus goes off to like a, a family, like a friend of the family's for a couple, for dinner. She's not home on time. So he turns up and he's got like a gun in his back pocket. Because like, you never know. That That's the, the words of the paranoia, isn't it? You never know. Yeah. You never know what exactly. As then next businesses didn't take off, so he created social networking companies like Pow Wow or Tribal Voice. And then, again, there's a little bit of foreshadow. It gets a lot into yoga and spiritualism. <laughs> he said this to his yoga group, to live is to die simultaneously. What the fuck's that mean? I know you haven't seen it yet, and I'm looking forward to making you watch it for the Patreon uh, when we do get the room 347. But, like, where that yoga retreat is, it is basically the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Like, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely dreading that. I don't dread them anymore, but that one I'm just genuinely, genuinely dreading. Um, so, the recession really hurt John. We're not sure what recession, but he lost about $90 million. Which means he only well, had about what did they call it? A handful of million dollars left. Well, they said he had twelve million left, but then that's again that comes out, and I've done some 
after looking on this as well for uh, little bits about McAfee. That, that'll come back up. Right, but, okay. uh, So it goes back to the messages between uh, Nanette and John. And she says, why did you close the retreat? And the answer was, I was doing the retreats for free. Eventually, everyone took advantage. Were they in the walls, Mr. DuPont? Is that what they were doing? Yeah. Were they wearing a colour you didn't like? He's 65, old, 65 years old at this point. The bass in his voice is just delightful. He's just got a real coolness <laughs> to, his, to his voice. I would feel reassured in a disciplinary from that man. The things you miss yeah. from life, Matt, is unbelievable. You, you admire strong leadership. And I think this is where we've had a rocky patch. You're like, wait a minute. I think this guy's floating. <laughs> I think he's floating. I don't need no, this. Everything's no, going to work he's out. He's not bullshit. floating, Willsey. Back away, back away. No, he's sweet. I'm... Um, he was upset, right? That Allison, Doctor Allison, didn't have the results when he was bringing in reporters, etc. And he says, "Okay, well, we'll just give me some jars with some funny coloured liquid in, and we'll make it look good." He's yeah. basically becoming uh, Allison Holmes, uh, Elizabeth Holmes, out of. Uh, Episode 52, The Inventor, Out for Blood, Silicon Valley. He's basically, he's faking it. And then mm. some. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's all posture and getting investors. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That's a lot like that. But, but between the messages between him and the net, uh, he goes, she's mes- asked him about like losing all that money. And I've been sued a lot. So I control rumors that I was lost all my money. It worked. And it's just like, all right, okay. I just think you pivot with whatever you think and you can just say that you're crazy or you're doing it for attention at any point because you're a control freak that has to fucking win everything. And that's, I think that is a, a fucking char- defining characteristic of John McAfee. But what they said is, right, they, they said he, he likes to stay in the public eye. Why? That's the, that's the bit that was never explained. Do you think that's purely ego on his part? Yeah, it's overcompensating. Like, if you look, there's, there's, there's fucking Bill Gates and there's the other guy. Do you know what I mean? Why wouldn't anyone yeah. choose to be the other guy? But Bill Gates is so low-key in no, some respects. Not. No, he's not. Bill, Ke- Bill Gates is fucking... I, it's, I, a podcast I'd recommend is that Behind the Bastards I've got you to listen to before. There's done a Bill Gates one where he's not part of, you know, the child sex... He did sex Bill pe- Gates. Yeah, the Bill Gates one. Because in the, in the, oh, in the internet... Isn't that fucking like, you know, the people who stormed the Capitol, the QAnon bunch, they all think Bill Gates is like massive within this big conspiracy of, you know, child rings and all that stuff. But when you look at what Bill Gates actually did and the privileged life that he led and his attitude towards people, he's not the best fucking person, but he's not. He hasn't had a privileged life. He has. He's had like the most privileged life. His parents were lawyers and he went out of work for a living. Like, and he worked no, incredibly no. hard. No, no, his parents were I lawyers. I mean, they were wealthy like, lawyers. He was mean, like the first person to ever have his own like personalized computer. And that's what like, they went specifically to a school where they let him drop other classes and just learn computing. And then when you're looking for investors, he's got, it's the Elizabeth Holmes thing. You know what I mean? He's got access. Yes, he was very good, but the way that the uh, initial software first started, it was kind of like bootleg. People would make yeah, it, they yeah. would edit it, they would yes. share it around the community. And yeah, then yeah. Bill Gates made it, so it destroyed everyone and you couldn't. Yeah. So he got all this free that's, that's shit from everyone. That's what business is about. Yeah, but imagine if business didn't come first before human life, Matt. I know that's a... Well, then we wouldn't a, have no, the... That's, a, that's an error code 616 to you, I know. <laughs> yeah, because then you wouldn't have your Apple Mac. You wouldn't have your... You wouldn't have... Um... The it internet called, as we see it. Would it would be called something else. But it wouldn't exist. 
It would. No, it wouldn't. You need. They were, they, they were software developers and people doing this kind of thing. But, yes, he did it business wise. But the you best, need but the driver guy. No, because the driver, in my opinion, those guys get to the front of the queue due to their ruthless ambition. All put, right? it, put it like this. If this was a podcast and it was just you, it wouldn't exist. If it was a podcast and just me, it wouldn't exist. But you put us together and we both bring things to the party. Your jobs is in your gates. I can't believe I'm defending these motherfuckers. Um, I really am a contrarian prick, aren't I? Uh, I've got to be honest, it's really up the ante in the last few months. That's why we're bulk recording before you get worse. <laughs> <laughs> And no, I you... love these people that you defend because I know full well down the line there's got to be a documentary where I get to sit there with me with your humble pie <laughs> when, when, when you're back on keto and you've calmed down. You're like, oh, well, you know. I've worked okay. for people like that. They might have been <laughs> monsters as well. <laughs> I was wrong about Munshaw Gates. Um, <laughs> I but... may have some hum- egg on my face about the Newcastle takeover <laughs> when family members disappear. <laughs> Because my mum wanted a refund on a scarf. The thing is, up to this point in the documentary, John hasn't actually done anything wrong, apart from saying he's wanted about a connection to a murder. And you don't actually, at this point, you're like, okay. But then they start going, John was creating a heart of darkness type vibe, right? Yeah. And there was a funny thing that we skipped over with the medicine thing. So the medicine company's setting up and trying to get investors for. He gets his driver to take him out to like um, ancient ruins. So they've got kind of like a Mayan temple type thing yeah. there. And he buys property there. And that's where he starts harvesting the plants. So like he yes. can go to the holistic people. It's it's from yeah. from this. Which, if there was ever an evil genius buying a lair. Yeah, that's exactly where they do it. Yeah, yeah. Fair it's point. like a prequel to a Bond movie. But in his but defense, those Bond guys have better drive and don't just do coke and fuck prozies. <laughs> Scorpio, Scorpio. In his defense, he is working with Dr. Allison, the microbiologist, to create a spray on antibiotic. And that would be a game changer. Well, so would pricking your finger and saying they give you a diagnosis, whether or not you can achieve it's a different matter. Yeah, absolutely. But the goal but... is kind of to get big investors that don't know better to pump yes. money into it. You take your wage out and you move on to the next thing. Yeah. And then we say, you know, look, he hadn't done anything wrong at this stage. And then he goes and does something fucking horrible to Dr. Allison. Because she was like, OK, at this point, I got scared. I didn't know how to leave. Dr. Allison, here's how you leave. You grab your shit and you fucking leave. You get out, girl. Um, and, but she said to him, look, I'm going to leave. How are you going to buy me out? She had too much skin in the game. Yeah, there's a trigger line. Like, when, And again, by no means victim blaming because it sounds fucking brutal what happened. She did nothing wrong, but she just wanted you know, her to stay back. From feeling what John McAfee's like. As yeah. a person, when she said, okay, I'd like to leave on good terms. Yeah. Could I have half of the money you put into this? And um, he gives her an orange juice. The orange juice tasted funny. She passed yeah. out. She'd woke up. She'd clearly been. Yeah. And he, then he, this he, poor woman told you that. And you were like, oh, man, I've just I just started to like this guy. Oh, fuck. He's a piece of shit. All right. I, I, actually, Rick, I may, I may eat some of that humble pie now about Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. You might be right. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates is in the Epso- Epstein logs quite a lot. 
Um, right, okay. So it goes into a little bit about Belize then. So you talk about the murder capital of fucking, you know, whatever hemisphere you're South about. America. South America. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a geographer, all right? That's... <laughs> I'm not a geographer. I don't... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you look so cute. That was fucking funny. Um, so yeah. so they, they go into who he's hiring as a security guard. So he basically goes and finds the roughest guys in town and gives them uniforms and fucking yeah. army boots and machine guns. Yeah. And one guy, Tino Allen, who had been in prison 22 times, and John even said he's the most frightening man I've ever met. And they're saying how he's creating a Colonel Kurtz co- uh, cult. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A spear. Um. He set a curfew in the town he lives in. That's how paranoid he was. He thought someone's going to get him. So in, in the town of Camille, I think it's called, or Camelit. Camelita. Camelita, there we go. Yeah, so yeah. Um, in the town of Camelita, he sets an 8 p.m. curfew where they drive around in fucking military cars yeah. and if jump out with the fucking guns. And if you're still there on the street, they come back and you fucking won't be out on the street next time. Yeah. And then a guy called David Middleton broke into John's house, allegedly. Um, and then John wanted to make an example of him. So basically, so David Middleton gets snatched, basically. And the that bloke, story is brutal. But it, it is brutal. But so the bloke describing the torture, he's given this horrific account of, you know, they were really, I mean, then they were proper Tears fucking him up. Like- all over his body, tortured him. I, again, who else has tasers in this country now other than the fucking McAfee yeah. ranch? You, know, you can't... Sponsored by John McAfee. But yeah. he's saying... He's he had using antivirus words. software in his pockets. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know who did this. We don't have DNA over here. But the bloke who's talking about the torture goes into some pretty horrific detail. And he's using words like, we fucked him up and we did this. And then he said, and then we tasered his private parts. So he's got no problem swearing, but he's not going to use the, the you know, we're going to call them private parts because I'm respectful of that. Terrifying. <laughs> so then um, they chuck him half dead into the back of his driver's car. And he's just like, I'm not signed up for this. But what else am I going to do? Go back to selling apples by the beach like I'm driving yeah. around the fucking Range Rover. So he dro- he takes him to the hospital Skin three in days the game. later. So then uh, three days later, the guy dies in hospital. Yeah. And you meet, I, we'll need to find this guy's name because he becomes Mac 10. Mac, Mac 10. 10. Eddie Mac is gang- his real name. Eddie Mac, Mac 10, because that's what he's got. He's got the fucking, yeah. and he's his best friend. And he know John now knows that Mac 10 is going to be after him. Yeah. So um, John does what you would do in this situation. Yeah. John hires him. He, t- he, he buys he arrange- him. Yeah. He arranges a meeting yeah. and he hires him to be like part of the security force. Yeah. Um, along with Tino. And these people are terrifying, right? Because did you see the gun that Tino had? I used yeah. to play a game on my phone called Sniper. And you had to... I think that was like level nine you had to get to to be able to afford that type of rifle that Tino had. It was fucking terrifying. I mean, that's like gas powered and everything. You know who would know what that is? Harry. Harry could look oh, at that yeah. and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that is. How is he doing, the little marksman? He is he is doing all right. He's a painter and decorator now. He's, uh, I think he's not going to kill people anymore. For this, is why I don't, this is why I don't talk shit to tradesmen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> absolutely. This is why I don't. You just don't fucking know. 
You do not know. God bless him. I told you, didn't I? He, um, you know that speech that Mel Gibson gives in Lethal Weapon One, <laughs> not from the window of his car to a police officer. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he goes, yeah, I, I had to assassinate that guy. He was over a mile away. Only two people on the planet could have made that shot. Harry's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, he still gets to shoot for England. So, um, hopefully, like not for England, like not football, as in proper targeting, not not people. Um, so back to back to our mate Johnny, uh, John Dupont. Sorry, not John Dupont. God, they are very similar, aren't they? John McAfee was described as Belize's Donald Trump. Yeah. That used to be a good thing, right? No, it, it wouldn't, never was. Never I think was. it was in, certain, always, it was in certain circles. Well, nah, it's, it's been in certain, certain, certain circles. You're like, oh, really? Oh, that's good. It's a rich guy that wants everyone to know he's the rich guy. That's not a good thing. It is to some people. Some people are like, oh, that's good. Not me. I'm I'm now on board with a Bill Gates is a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I can change like the wind. So then we discover about John's girlfriend. So he's got like six living... Paid nine hundred pound a day to um to be his live-in girlfriend, basically. Here's what terrified me about this, right? The bloke describing this, he said, "Yeah, he had about five young, not illegal, not illegal. They were just young. They were old enough." And him and John, when they said it, they were both really quick to go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't get onto that." They were all of age, and they were just sure too you... overselling. They were overegging the pudding yeah. on that, and you're like. No, fucking hell. All right. You're a, not only did you sexually assault poor Dr. Allison, who even went to the FBI and they went, sorry, it's not in our jurisdiction. We can't yeah, help no you. no jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's, it looks like he was, he liked him young, like and 16 young, I'm could, thinking. Not, yeah. Not, and you not see young, young. the bar that that guy owned who found the women for him. And you see footage of inside that. And it's really funny because it literally looks like there's no women left in that bar. <laughs> Yeah. You just see a bunch of taxi drivers with their heads slumped on the bar because they've just sold all the women to John yeah. McAfee. And he, the interview, Alison spoke to one of the one of the girls, and she said, "Did you ever have sex for money before?" And she went, "No. If anything, I was ashamed. But then I got used to it. Really matter of factly, because that will change your life. And as they said, look, he was really charming to these girls." Well, well, some of them were like victims of abuse that had to leave school due to pregnancies. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of different life scenarios where this, you know, you're now all of a sudden on a beachfront fucking property with this guy buying your shit. Like, and and then this is where the documentary for me, I had to stop, rewind. I think I watched this line four times, and she, because one of his girlfriends went, "Yeah, things got a bit weird. Um, like he used to get you to shit in his mouth." It's describing the hammock was the weird part for me. You're like, I'm, I'm what now? Because uh, I thought you said he liked you to shit in his mouth. I must have misheard that. Nope. He liked to have women shit in his mouth. He didn't have intercourse with them. He just had them shit in his mouth. And the thing is, he's got the best teeth I've seen on an oil <laughs> like... Is that the secret? Is... Yeah, we <laughs> wasted our money with Sensodyne and toothbrushes. Nope. Shit for toothpaste. That's what you want to do. I, I know this is going to be one of those things we disagree on, Matt, but I just don't trust anyone with a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I've got two hammocks. Um, 
there was a mate of mine I used to the work with. The party's over. Get rid of them, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Minimalist. The party's over. Um, I used to work with this bloke, and he said... Thank the... you for your service during Millennium Club. <laughs> 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 if you go to, I think it's Koh Phi in Thailand, uh, I donated a hammock there, and it's inscribed with my thing on it. Um but there was a bloke I used to work <laughs> they with. They must have fucking nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I've imagined that like it was like a Kim Jong-un fucking statue. Like <laughs> the nice man came and actually left us something. Um, I used to work with this geezer and he said the weirdest thing that ever happened to him was he was screwing his mate's girlfriend and she rocked up one day with a Polaroid camera. And because he had a glass coffee table, she got off on him taking polaroid pictures of her having a poo and he said he'd never like he was i mean he was a massive bloke he said he was very very well hung and he was very good at sex according to him but he said he'd never pleased a woman like that before he goes it was in it it taught him how mental sex is as in it's a mental game as well as a physical game yeah how do you know that's your kink at what point do you go is that a Polaroid camera and a glass coffee table? Hmm. See, I just see it as like rich guy boredom with McAfee. He's like, he's tried everything else. <laughs> yeah, but would you really go to, I've never tried the pooing in the mouth thing. But no how idea. does that get you? I don't know. No idea. I'm about as vanilla as it gets with that shit. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. But everyone's got a weird kink or a kink. And uh, God, how do you know that's yours? I don't think I do. I bet you do. I bet there's a thing like, you know, I would... you know, you like your ears licked or you like, I don't know, whatever it is. Everyone's got a thing. Um, you know, it might be voices. I don't know. but Voices? What the fuck voices? You know, like, so if, you know. Oh, you miss, like accents, sorry. Yeah, yeah my sorry, missus did a Welsh accent, for instance. <laughs> I love that. Just in the middle of the bedroom, you'll start sounding like John Hartson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got to start playing it out from the back, Matthew. <laughs> oh, stop. Or you're going to turn me on, Rick. Um... <laughs> well, I told you, if you didn't get the shopping in, it's not happening. <laughs> um, but I just, yeah, that, that genuinely shocked me when I found out that was his thing. You're like, okay, all right then. Here's the thing. Throughout. Right, the John McAvee thing, and this builds up. In fact, no, I'll, I'll bring this up as a later point. All right, because I've, I've got a theory on that, which okay. may be a bit dispelling. All right, and then then it all starts, and this is where the effectively John McAfee's life changes completely because there's a thing called the gang suppression unit, and they raided his house. They found one unlicensed firearm, which you know yeah. that's just one form they didn't fill out since he has a cache of a thousand weapons. Do you know what I mean? He was like, I was just going to donate it to the calls. Um, and they, they actually killed one of his dogs. So he gets a lot more dogs. And that pisses off his neighbor, Greg Fall. Um, and they can't come to terms over these noisy dogs. And to, weirdly enough, right, the sexual assault was horrible. Um, the shitting in your mouth was damn right fucking disgusting. But then they talk about poisoning dogs. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to watch this anymore. It's mm. funny, isn't it? That's your that's my breaking point is the poisoning of dogs, not the sexual assault or the or the pooing in the mouth. It was like, oh, they're killing dogs. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm out. But it's like there's a beach bar, they said, that everyone would go and have a drink and eat at 
an evening, and he's just like, I can't walk along my beach without his dogs barking yeah. at me. And yes. it's just like, is that a fight you want to start? Like, there's like Greg Fall, right? This is the the guy we're about to talk about. Now, if you've seen the documentary, every time I see him, I just think of John C. Riley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I right just, spot. Well he's done. Like, he's like a painter and decorator. He's he's paying his way. He's not like one of these rich, yeah. like aristocratic type who's who's running away. He's making a living out there, but he has to survive yeah. on it. He's and flipping he's just, houses. But when you're in paradise, man, it doesn't matter what the human nature is. If you have a problem, that problem goes taken to a ten. Yeah. Mentally, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, you could. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, sorry there, Matt. I wasn't trying to bring up your current. No, I I start at nine. That's the problem. Because it's like a champion. You have got a champion of your fucking problems. You solve yeah. that problem. The next one just gets promoted. That never yes. clears. You never <laughs> fucking clear the inbox. That's funny. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it's like. Uh, and so he just can't get over that these aggressive dogs are on the beach and he can see these harm guards. So then apparently he poisoned the dog. No, dogs. All of them. He poisoned all of them. They had to... John McAfee had to go out there and execute all the dogs so they didn't suffer. Um, and then they had to dig a mass grave. Yeah. But I'm still thinking he's in DuPont mindset. The amount of drugs and literally shit going through his system, he must be fucked in the head right now. And they talk about he was paranoid in the 80s when he's the yeah. only antivirus software guy. So Christ yes. knows what he's yeah, like yeah. now. He claimed, we've skipped over this, so like the reason why he got raided was because a politician came and asked him to donate to the campaign. Two and million came, dollars. Yeah, Greg Fall had asked him about the dogs and he picked up a shotgun, discharged the shell and went, get the fuck off my property. Yeah. But prior to this. Um... And then a few days later... Uh, Greg was found dead at his home, uh, Robert Durst style. He'd yeah, been, ex- he'd been tortured, tortured, yeah. executed. Yeah, his body was covered in taser marks. I mean, that just you meet his dad. Me. That's fucking brutal. Greg Fool's dad. Yeah, that's just yeah. yeah. And then John goes into hiding, and then that's when it, like the American. It's again. This is why America is good because they have that eight twenty four hour news. You know, they're trying to do a British one, like. GB News, Great British News, are trying to make our own right-wing news channel. And oh, it's like Andrew, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, they had a falling it? out with Specsavers. Yeah, there's, there's going to be... How do you fall go- out with Specsavers? It's, eventually, it's going to be a problem, but right now, it's quite laughable. Right, um, oh, okay, all right. It's good. Every time that you can't show a fucking flag or bunting, it's going to be like, this ISIS girl wants to come home. Should we let her? Should we fuck? That kind of fucking shit. Like, Put a dome around the island. Put a dome <laughs> up. I heard an interesting political thing today, actually, that um, they're now on teaching syllabus have to teach the positives of global warming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which are... Oh, it's about uh, so we'd have more tourists and more money coming into the country and things. Like that. Basically, because <laughs> again, I mean, you can tell, we'll all have you can tell the Tories have miserable. a majority. Yeah, oh the, the Tories have God. a majority, so it's it's all like the lentless yoke of capitalism and all that stuff. CNN interviewed John uh, McAfee, and they said to him, "Did you kill Greg?" And he went, "Why would I? Why would I kill that man? How would I benefit?" What he didn't say was, "No." And you're like, hmm. you're guilty, yeah, yeah. you're fucking guilty. And if and you didn't kill him, you were complicit. You were somehow... It's his, it's his great escape. 
and um, people who wanted to come, but he still wanted to be within the media's eye. So when um, he agrees to meet a journalist, they pick the journalist up at the airport and the phrase is, sorry, I'm late. And that's how you know that that's the right person. Um, And then they interviewed him. They had a picture. Oh, well, wait a sec. So they they go to this hotel and then they see clearly John McAfee with white powder in his hair with a fake (laughs) bad arm and a cane. He's got like the glasses, nose and moustache. A 90p version. He's literally... The only white guy other than the journalists. <laughs> <He's Yeah>. going... <laughs> like, How much can you fucking stick out, John? Um, and then they had to pretend they didn't recognize him. It was like, ha ha, I fooled you. <laughs> yes, you did, John. Um, they then posted a picture and said, uh, only we know where John McAfee is. And here's the dumb bit. When you take a picture on a device. iPhone, yeah. It, yeah, it records GPS data. It, yeah, it tells you where you are. So someone went, oh, yeah, he's here. So basically, he gets arrested. And no, here's the it, weird... No, he's not in that country when he gets arrested. He goes to the no, one in, next yeah, to it. He's in Guatemala, that's right. He's in Guatemala now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the weird thing. He's being arrested, like, and there's a lot of cops. And as they're taking him away, the Prime Minister of Guatemala is there going, no, 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 we're not going to... Nothing bad's going to happen to you here, John. What sort of white guy, rich, privileged shit is that? where the prime minister of the country is there going, just look after this one. He's one of the good guys. Multi-millionaire. Guys, people are watching us. Put the fucking buttons down. Put the button. <laughs> investors. But, um, think investors. Think of property prices. So even this, so it just becomes a ridiculous story. And I think this is the power of kind of his manipulation. So when it becomes an interesting story, it removes from the crime. We're talking about the powder in his hair. We're talking about the fake bad arm. We're not talking about this guy he's tortured to death. We're yeah. not talking about the woman he sexually assaulted. We're no. not talking about the countless other shit that he's done. We're like, yeah. oh, he gets shit in his mouth. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, he has to file to have uh, an extra an anti-extradition treaty. They yeah. can't file that till 3 p.m. So he yeah. fakes a heart attack. So it's like ridiculous footage of him pretending to have a heart attack. Um, yeah. The thing is, the, if, do you know uh, Papillon? Have you ever read? No, sorry. Have you ever watched that film, Papillon? I don't think so, no. All right. It's about, it's a true story. It's about Henry Sharia, who, uh, brilliant. But anyway, effectively, when I was watching this, I'm like, this is what John McAfee's creating. He's he's escaping. He's like, ah, I'm, I'm Henry Sharia. I'm the hero. I'm the hero. You're not, mate. You're the fucking villain. Because yeah. that's what Papillon is a villain. As much as he goes, well, I was innocent and he did get pardoned. But at the time, you're like, no, nah, he's he's got to be guilty. Because although now I've watched a lot of documentaries, I'm seeing the error of my full price. <laughs> I'm eating humble pie as we're speaking. I don't know how I'm getting my words out here. I've got so much humble pie falling out my, my horrible gob. There's a fine um, line between humble pie and gaslighting. Yeah. I don't know which way I'm walking on the tightrope there, Matt. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's how I saw. So when he faked that heart attack, I'm like, oh, he's Henry Cherie. He's going to do a runner. And he does. Again, and he runs like, off to... how much is this? Like just a different way that the wealthy get trapped because you know with some people they just put a knee on the neck call it hyper frenzy and dust the hands and fucking walk off like just the fact that he gets to go oh no i'm having a heart attack take me to hospital not jail like the, the fact you can get away with doing that because of the, who, who he is is in itself just bizarre to be able to see on fucking camera yeah 
Yes, absolutely. It's in, it's insane. Um, and then we find out that in Belize, they don't have a DNA lab. Uh, in fact, they've barely got fingerprinting. Yeah. Fingerprinting that has been around since the, I think it's about the 1850s. It was sometime in the 1800s, fingerprinting. Uh, yeah, they haven't really got it all. Everything works on eyewitness mm. statements or confessions. Did, and I'm using the bunny rabbit Did you ever watch the that. Mitchell and Webb look? It was like a sketch no. show by the Peep Show lads. And there was a sketch of like, it was a caveman and the detective caveman came to a murder scene and they went, yep. And there's like a rock by a guy of a caved and head goes, did anyone see who did it? Nope. Well, I guess he did it himself <laughs> and just walks off because you couldn't. <laughs> if, there was, if no one saw it, then then you just got away with it back then. Exactly. It's like their, their, their murder conviction rate is it's... below 3% in Belize. Yes. Yeah, it's but then terrifying. We find, um, but on the upside, they've they've got no uh, they've got no jurisdictions if you want to bring in new drugs and stuff. So you know, yeah, no regulation. There's nothing standing in an entrepreneur's way. So Cassie and uh, John's caretaker paid um, the employees, and then John asked for five k to be put in Mac Ten's account, and then they had to yeah. go and pick him up sixty foot from Greg's house at four a.m. He was hiding in a bush. The police never asked them yeah. anything. Um, the it- even though he was in the police station being questioned about stuff yeah. they never asked him about that and then um they go in and uh, the goes and interviews mac 10 which felt fucking dangerous yeah. that felt dangerous when they're interviewing uh so when the police have got cassie and the caretaker it reminds me of the scene in the original italian job the guy who runs the prison as in the convict who runs the prisons played by noel coward turns around to Roy Kinnear, the prison guard, and says, uh, everything all right, is it? And he goes, yeah. He went, have you got a nice home? And he went, yeah. And he went, you're welcome. Now, fuck off. <laughs> That's Cassian in prison. Those tasers all right, are they, police people? Good. Leave me yeah. alone. No more we questions. We give you the handcuffs, but we have the keys to those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, when Nanette Burstein, though, interviews Eddie Mack, um, here's the note I wrote here. He is Rick Walton cool when he's questioned. Um, I'm more upset that you think I'm cool, Matt. I don't know why. (laughs) That's like like your parents turning up dressed as a Power Ranger at school, and you're like, I don't like Power Rangers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Because he turns around and he goes, who gave you the information that I was the killer? Well, don't worry, he Ed. Is, you'll you'll find out when the documentary is released. To me, like he's a battle with his own ego because he because he, he thinks it's cool of what he's done. So he's like, oh no, why would I? Why would I tell you if I could? Yeah. And he's doing the head scratch. And he's like, why would I, why would I tell yeah. you that I, I killed someone? I, I, I mean, but no, but the level of cool he's at. So she's like, so, and he went, so what? You haven't asked me any questions. And you, went, she went, oh okay. Did you kill? And he went. Well, can you rephrase the question? It's so you're not being deposed here, mate. She's making a film. Like, relax. And uh, yeah, but also he's like, uh, so who give you this information? He's like, I can't tell you that. He's like, that's wise. I would have killed them. <laughs> yes, but then she puts it out in the documentary, so that guy was probably dead anyway. And it was Cassian. In case you're never going to watch the doc, it was Cassian who, who coughed up all of that. Um, here's the bit right so Nanette said that John McAfee was probably a rapist a killer and he dabbled in indulging in bizarre and degrading sex acts ho 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 Mrs. Judgmental 
Who says that it's degrading? And who is it degrading to that he likes women to poo in his mouth? Again, the things you get caught on there, Matt. You've skipped over two big things that he's pretty awful for. and He is pretty awful for that. But she can't say he's indulging in bizarre and degrading sex acts. Because why, why are they seen as bizarre and degrading? Because people are shitting who? in his mouth, Matt. And if you were to pull a hundred yeah, people a hundred times on on family fortunes, <laughs> family like fortunes. I guarantee you're hitting fucking top buzzer for shitting in their mouth. <laughs> All right. Most people wouldn't even think of that, Rick. Most people would be like dressing up in clothes, different okay, clothes, and okay. different sex, whipping one another, bondage. Not many people would go. Is it shitting in some McAvee family? Mouth? We asked a hundred people what is their favorite piece of fabric. You said the hole in the hammock. The survey says who who has a hole in the hammock, John? That's weird. Get off my show. Uh, just I know, I know. On, if you're, you you're at an age and you're learning if, new terminologies and you think kink shaming is <laughs> oh, so if it's this, then it's that. Then you can't do this. Then this. Like, listen, this guy's okay. a sexual predator with probably underage prostitutes. I don't, I'm not debating, I'm, I'm, I'm not aware. debating that. He is, he's a fucking real, he's a wrong one. He hired people to kill, he was probably involved in a killing, and he is a rapist, right? He's a fucking wrong one. But you cannot say that it's bizarre and yes, degrading sex acts. Sorry. That's sorry. That, that makes get, her very judgmental. Get, and she's meant to be making that. a documentary. Okay, I'm, I'm, making she's a meant to be... I'm saying it's bizarre and degrading. Okay, so if can imagine with your it's fear not. of weird cancel culture that you have, <laughs> that if we go, Rick Wharton says it's weird if you shit in someone's mouth, I'll stand by that on a meme. That's not that is not a bad meme. <laughs> You're gonna have Emily Maitlis on the BBC interviewing you. Do you still stand oh, by that? Listen, I do. I didn't really I didn't realise it was so once, wrong, Emily, once, to once stand our, by saying that that was once bizarre. Once our Patreon listeners pulled out, then I realised the error of my ways, and I want to apologise yeah. for everyone that I've heard that managed to clear shit out of their mouths long enough to make a fucking vlog about my problems. <laughs> Who know that that weird subculture would have so much power? The old pooing in the mouth hey, brigade. Listen, be fucking weird, um, but fucking at least be willing to be called weird. There is so much that, yeah, you got you're tolerant of, but to be able to pull, again, have an issue that someone says that shit in the mouth is weird, it's fucking odd. I find having a hammock weird. Were exact words. <laughs> um, listen, if he would also, right, when he cuts into the hammock, he makes the uh, strength of the hammock weaker. Whereas if he would have gone for a Mexican hammock, which is like a crocheted one, it would have already had the holes in it. So he wouldn't have had to cut anything. Difficult to aim that. What do you mean difficult because to aim? Because there's only one hole. There's only one ball. Oh, because it would have been... Because it would have come out like a colander. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Once in his yeah, mouth, not enough. that glorious okay. moustache of his. Like... <laughs> so we find um, out uh, this guy who's just into completely normal stuff... Uh, after his, we are so gonna miss the England game. After um, <laughs> times it now, we're good. We'll barely be two one down by the time we stop. <laughs> but <laughs> bless you, wearing your England shirt. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, so they've pieced together the story, basically Novello, because one of his girlfriends spoke out, uh, Amy, and said that Novello lured Greg back to his house to leave the door open to the strip tease, and then Mac Ten went in with the weapons and tortured him and Taser. Yeah, um, I quite liked uh, Santiago Kiao, who was the homicide detective on Belize. And if I'm ever arrested, I'll hope it's by him. 
he just doesn't look like he'd plant evidence. He, he just seems so nice. You'd be like, yeah, all right, Santiago. I did it. It was me. He just, did you not think? He just seemed, of all the policemen we've seen over the hundred odd episodes, he seemed like a good we've one. We've seen some stuff as some pretty bad police officers. I mean, you can't watch me making a murder and be like, I trust the law. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the pros, the system works. It but clearly, then, did, clearly uh, she does. has more but... um, contact with Mac 10 than that does. And Mac 10's having to leave Belize because people are shooting at his house. And his exact quote was, every time John emails me, then shit starts to happen. So they're kind of geotagging where he is and trying to track him down, and John wants him. It's implied that John wants him yeah. silent. And John gets basically deported from Guatemala to America. And, um, what a time to he, be alive. And he goes to jail for the rest of it. No, he doesn't. He runs for president. Um, so he starts running for president <laughs> of the Libertarian Party. What a time to yeah. be alive as a rich person. Uh, How great and, is life? And, um, so Nanette goes to the primary and introduces herself and he storms out. Like you see the short circuit of fucking yeah. Bishop. Well, because he's talking to her and she's like, you do know who I am. And he went, no. And she went, I'm Nanette. And you could see the realisation of his face, which is, this press conference is over. She's like, and he went, turn off the cameras. She went, you're at a public event being used to promote you as the next president of America. Well, well, I just turned my camera off. Is that how it works? What about all the rest of them? And um, so then you get the emails from John, which are, you are Satan, my final battle. Every thought action will be focused on you. He came second oh. in the primary, became a CEO, and then Allison talks about just how dangerous he is. And then and then it goes yeah. back to... Because he legitimizes himself, that's why. Because he becomes the internet security guy again, and everyone's like, oh, he's that guy. Okay, he's genuine. He's, he's, because he's since okay. they... And poor Allison is like, no, he's a fucking it's rapist. It's one of those things where and he he's so people. lucky and he's they kept job. the name McAfee for the last 20 years for the antivirus. Because that brand yes. name, that's like yeah, Timmy yeah. Coca-Cola's coming out to talk about soft drinks. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And then it. The finish, it wraps up with him in the back of the police car, which I believe got done for driving under the influence and having an unlicensed firearm. Now, here's my problem with this. that That's not an ending. This has made my list of films without endings because that is not an ending. What? What, so he just carried on, did it? What happened in the five years then? You've done some research. Yeah, okay, so um, he was arrested for tax evasion. <laughs> uh, right, the rich guy problem. This is in Spain recently. So he arrested for tax evasion, uh, failing to file despite earning millions from consultancy work. And if you look at like the libertarians, their goal is to abolish taxes. So he's kind of going... Yes. Along the final yeah. that he was facing thirty years. He had concealed properties. All of his money was in trusts in nominees' names, so nothing went through his name. Um he then tweeted that he hadn't filed taxes in eight years because taxation was illegal. <laughs> Which I thought pretty sure murder and sexual assault is also illegal, John. Um but for me, yeah. that was the Bobby Fisher moment. So Bobby Fisher's on the lamb in Japan. Everything's fine. Then he goes on a radio station, and says nine eleven's a good thing, and they went, "All right, let's get that cunt home. Let's let's get him fucking back in." Yeah, yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened. It was um, 
detained for bringing weapons into the Dominican Republic. Great place. Great place. I'll tell you what, it is if you want to smuggle weapons into it. Guess how long he's in jail for for smuggling weapons into the Dominican Republic. Okay. Is it six days? Four days. All right. uh, Oh, I nearly had it. I was going to go with three days. I was like, no, double it, double it. So he stands that everything that happened with the Greg Fall thing and all the problems in police stems from not paying the campaign contribution to the politician. Right. He was found legally liable for Greg Fall's death by a district judge in Florida. (gasps) In Florida? But hang on, what about... Hang on. But they, the America doesn't have jurisdiction in Belize because otherwise they would have prosecuted him for the rape against. It was a, a, civil, a civil suit, so I believe that is a bit similar to um, the O.J. Simpson oh, okay. trial the when they Simpson. sued yeah. him okay. for. Right. Um, Doctor Allison clearly didn't have enough money to civil suit prosecute him. Yeah, and he was yeah, arrested okay. in Tennessee while driving under the influence with a firearm. That policeman who arrested him was so polite and understanding, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, good day, sir. Well, just keeping them calm. Like, all right, we've got yeah. this nutcase of fucking Mac 10s yeah. in the back. But then, um, so he gets arrested in Spain. This is literally this week as of recording. He gets arrested in Spain. Wow. Uh, the judge approves extradition to the United States, which is where he's facing 30 years for the tax evasion. And they're after him. Now that he's poked the bear, they're going to find fucking everything. He ain't getting off that. And then hours after he is uh, approved for extradition, he is found hung in his jail cell. His wife, who you see in the documentary, though, when he comes back to America, yeah. who you see, yeah, yeah. it's like he's just done all this horrific shit in Belize, and you see him just like dancing around Top Man with her as yeah. they go and shopping buying on the Saturday. Sh- yeah, buying clothes. Yeah. Um, his wife says she spoke to him hours earlier, and he didn't sound suicidal. And a year ago, he tweeted out, "If I'm ever found hung, a la Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein, I didn't do it." So that is now okay. So he's he's created people still wanting to because talk about because one it. of the things he says to Nanette at some point is no, I did exactly what I wanted to do with you, which is what I always do is fuck with the media and change the narrative. Because he even yeah. says things like, "Oh, if people think I'm crazy, then the story stays on me. That's why I didn't get killed." Yes. So he just twists everything to his own way, which brings me to the talking. Well, point. he still says, "I've got to keep the public interested in me." Yeah, that was a key thing that he says, and you're like, "Why?" Yeah, it's we, he's just insane. Um, but that then, yeah. Sorry, the key thing I interrupted you. I beg your pardon. Go that on. brings me to the scat thing, the shitting in the mouth. Now, how much we more? Not covered that exactly. It's... Well, I think that could be the point. If he's told these girls that he's tread very well, that he is paid for. You see him in the documentary. He's still in touch with them on the phone with his old staff, and they knows everything that's going on. He's got people shooting at Mac Ten and fucking Belize and stuff like that. And he's talking about narrative and what people are saying. And if they yeah. tell him they're doing this documentary, say, "Oh, tell them that you used to shit in my mouth," because that will become a bigger talking point than anything I've fucking done out there. Oh my god, he's done. <sighs> that's that's possible. I mean. So he's done the old watch this arm because this arm's doing something really dodgy. Yeah. It is there Woody Allen when he said, turns around and says that I yeah. had an affair with my wife's daughter as opposed to he was abusing the two-year-old. You concentrate on, yeah. the, on, on the thing on that. But that is, he very heavily implies that he lies about everything. But then he says, oh, well, that in itself was a lie because I'm this mysterious and I'm just, oh, I'm fu- I, I'm an agitator. I'm fucking with the the, you know. Yeah, the okay. media um, or have you done too much blow like there, there is the thing of that so i didn't think it was i think the documentary was 
had a, had the wrong name. It just didn't seem like a dangerous life. Yeah, it, it seemed like uh, one of the things a really rich done, guy's life. One of the things he got done on the tax evasion is he sold the rights to his story to a documentary. Now I don't know if that was this documentary. Oh, okay. And he didn't pay any tax on that, and then they followed that money, and I think they found the trusts and the nominees and all the rich guy stuff you do to hide money. Cryptocurrencies is another fucking thing he was into. Here's the thing, right, about the United States that I find incredibly strange. Uh, are you going to arrest him because of the rape allegations? Eh, probably not. Okay. Are you going to arrest him because he might have hired a contract killer to kill a neighbor? Eh, probably not. It was me a tenner. Are you going to arrest him? <laughs> yeah. He didn't file taxes. Send everyone after him. Come on. Don't anyone who fucking messes with the tax system, man, they go after. Even in this country, HMRC have got more power than the police or the social workers. If you don't pay your taxes, that's the strongest arm of government. They will come after you with fucking everything they have. Yeah, you don't beat them. Rick. You pick this one. Good bloody pick, man. I must admit, it's, it was... Um, it's not a story right. where there's a, a lull, but again, it's not... As you said, it wasn't... the yeah. if, it, if it came out this year and it had the following yes. X amounts, I would like to see how nuts he was as the libertarian. Um, I wanted something bad to happen to him. What he did to people was fucking brutal. It was like a John, it was like a John Dupont of with with fucking yeah. TikTok. Do you know what I mean? He's yes, yeah, um, yeah. Well said. I, I I'm giving this a pretty solid three point five for just a, a decent watch. I, I, and yeah, it man. Was kind of topical of what happened to him. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna just because I just don't like the name of the documentary. Um, I'm gonna give it a, a free. The the poo thing bothered me. I must admit that was the judgmental thing of the director. That's yeah, that really bothered me. Judgmental thing of the director. You are so hardwired, but pal, but so her weird. job is to document, not not to pass judgment. It's not a judgmentary. It's a documentary. That's her job. She made a good documentary. Don't get me wrong, but she didn't make a judgmentary. Your age was fucking bizarre. Hang on. I'm not going to judge you, Matt, but are you into a bit of scat play? What's what's really? <laughs> no, but if I was, got two I would. <laughs> I would I've got to, and one of them is a Mexican hammock. There's, um, there's a reason why they don't use that in Chowping or whatever the fuck you say. <laughs> Stunk too bad to put it in the fucking suitcase. <laughs> Donated by a fucking weirdo. This will be burnt when he leaves. Uh, I just. I don't like people getting judged for their sexual stuff unless they're doing something wrong. If it's consent in adults, fucking knock yourself out. There's nothing weird about it. Yeah, but no, I'm not into it. I was saying that. It's not even something I'd like. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really know that was a thing. Into the mouth, you say. I was every day to school day. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever even like heard of someone yeah. actually doing what? that. I thought it was one of those ones where, yeah, you there's some gross out shit on the internet. I didn't think anyone actually did it. No, I didn't think that was a thing, but um, yeah, fair enough. Um, so that is a total of 6.5. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Let's go and watch some football, Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah catch you later. Um, yeah, if you want to sign up to our Patreon oh, that we talk about just, a lot. Just, uh, just a, it's well oh, worth yeah, it. Because yeah, McMillions, McMillions comes out in a day or so on the Patreon. And that is a superb docuseries, if not one of my favourite docuseries. Just quickly, as as terms and conditions of our little wobble. Um, 
Uh, if you uh, wish to know which uh, documentary we're doing next, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we're going to announce it so you have a chance to watch it. Some people like to do that. Uh, we have also oh, yeah. had some pretty funny reviews of some of the documentaries we've got. We're going to start um, reading them out. So if you have, if you if you want to send us your opinion on some of the ones we've done, the documentary is not necessarily an episode. I know I'm sometimes hard to hear, and I step away from the microphone at times. Matt is really, really lazy with the editing. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so if you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all of the discussion documentaries. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, I love you, Rick. He is going to go I really cr- love you. It's, do you know that thing that they have in, um, what's it, Da Vinci Code, where he hurts himself with? The man's just going to go into a room and tighten something on his thigh. Play the waiting game, Monty. Climb the ladder. But, yeah, so if you follow us on any of the social medias, we'll let you know which one we're doing next. The Patreon series are coming out. They've been a lot of fucking fun. I've currently dragged Matt halfway through Making a Murderer. We've got McMillian. Oh, man, that is a journey, Making a Murderer. Alan V. Farrow and also some fun Patreon picks coming up in recent weeks. So thank you very much for listening, and I hope you guys are having a fun summer. Yeah, me too. Ta-da. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh.